So. Yes. It's nighttime. Oh, man. Stan and Lee sun is setting. are hanging out in a graveyard. Okay. L- looking for ghosts. Okay. Stan doesn't really believe in these things, but Lee is well-versed in this right. world. Conspiracy theories. They see a pale woman walking through the other end of the graveyard. Okay. And Stan says, whoa, Lee, do you see her? She's beautiful. I'm going to go get her number. Well, golly. And Lee, paying attention to the way that she wipes some red-colored liquid away from her mouth, says, hang on there, Stan. The lady is a vamp. I think I saw him writing that when he walked in the door, folks. <laughs> Colors of the world, every boy, every girl, people of the world. Welcome to the Spice Level, the one and only podcast that you will find two fine gentlemen going through each song of each Spice Girls album. And we're finding ourselves slowly creeping up to a crossroads here because we are reaching the grand finale of yeah. the Spice World album. And who else would you rather hang out with to discuss the greatness that is going to be the final song of the Spice World album? But me, myself, I go by Mike Martin, and I am hanging out with my good bud. I'm Brent Kelly. Brent, how are you, man? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? I'm sad. Because we're at the end of the... I'm a little sad. I, I, I will admit, I am as well. We're going to be getting into some uncharted territory moving forward, but we can't... We don't need to worry about that yet. That's right. Because we're not jumping into... Then the new albums outside of Spice and Spice World, it's okay, because we do get to talk about not only the final song, following this, we get to go into the Spice World movie, and... And even before that, we have to rank all the songs from this album. rank the songs, we might do a little bit of B-sides. Yeah. But... There's still plenty of material left. There's a lot of Spice material, because this has only been two years, if that, of what the Spice Girls have released. That's true. And this is 25 years later, so I'm sure there's going to be a thing or two. For sure. going to find that, but now we have to jump into... Somehow digesting and dissecting and discussing Triple D's, um, but I'm not Guy Fieri. And <laughs> we're going to talk about the 10th song in the Spice World album. Yeah. We're going to be talking about The Lady is a Vamp. We've made wow. it all the way to the end of the second album. Gosh, what a way to finish two albums. Yeah. I'm going to put it that way right out of the gate. Oh, oh, I agree with you. And I'll just say numbers is nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not really? a it's not a single it's not even in the top eighteen songs on those daily spot for numbers. I think that is a travesty. I I think whoever that's a lie. An injustice. It's an injustice. Because in the game of listening to each song exclusively through the weeks that we discuss the songs. Yeah. I, I I was hesitant in getting into this one, and I probably should have thought about it when we first discussed it. I think this might be one of my favorite Spice Girls songs of all it time. It is one of my favorite Spice Girls songs of all time. <laughs> so, I adore this song. Uh, I love this song. I have been looking forward to this song since probably day one. It's a bummer that they're like, I, again, I think it's a bold-faced lie because we've gotten stats on other songs. Yeah. And and even when I when, when Carrie was asking, well, what song are you doing today? And I said, Ladies of Amber, she's like... That's a jam. Like she yeah, likes it. Like it's... It is. Now, if I may. Yes, please. To start out, <clears throat> the definition of vamp. Okay. I found two different definitions. Okay. Not including vampire, so I guess three. Okay, actually, yep. But excluding Sorry, excluding vampire. 
a, a seductive woman who uses her sexual attractiveness to exploit men, or a short, simple introductory passage, usually repeated several times until otherwise instructed in jazz music. And I think both of those definitions fit this song. I could dig that completely. Well done. Yeah, because it's got a obviously a very jazzy feel to it. Of course, yes. It has that that nineteen forties big bandy oh, yeah. vibe across the board. I mean it's Absolutely. right out of the gate. You've got you've got the muted trumpet noise, it's yes. got that sultry yes. vibe. You got I mean, in the live performances you've got the boas, but I think you could literally hear the boas in the, <laughs> right. in the performance that's right. done on the record. I mean, I've always got just a, a soft spot when it comes to that big bandy So do I. Um so I've talked talked before about how I grew up on oldies with my mother and especially sure. Motown. So Songs like Stop really hit me in the feels because it's a Motown y song. Mm-hmm. My grandparents, especially my grandfather, would listen to big band music almost oh, exclusively. Awesome. So when I would spend, you know, summers up on the St. Lawrence River, sure. he'd have speakers like all over the cottage oh, and outside so cool, playing just big band horn sounds. Like, Can't oh, I even. love it. That's so, so rad. This it, also definitely hits me in the nostalgia. I'm a little jealous in comparison to that of how my childhood was with the, with the 80s metal. I think I would yeah. have kind of preferred that. Maybe I should just incorporate that every now and then in, in Finn's life. Yeah, absolutely. Bring that in here. I mean, or just listen. I mean, just pop this song on and get that vibe going for him. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's clear that it was the motif that they were going for with it. In the live performances that we watched, they've got the fedoras and they've got the, oh, it's wonderful. the suit outfit. Well, depending on which one we watch, of course. That's true. And we will get into that because there are a few different versions of this live performance. But I agree with you. I think the definition fits well. And they... They use the word vamp, and they even say she's, you know, she's a vixen, not a tramp. Mm-hmm. They're indicating there's nothing wrong with being attractive and using it to your advantage. Of course, and that it shouldn't make you seem easy or going against societal norms Very much or whatever. So. And I mean, it's a. I know that he wasn't known to be the most considerate when it came to women, but I think it is also kind of a uh, a tease and a callback to Frank Sinatra's. Oh sure, uh, lady is a tramp. Yes, and so yes, 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 right. It's, it's almost a response to that. I yeah. like. There's a lot of things that they do when it comes to call outs, when it comes to you know musicians and all that. But I think that was a. Dr- this one, it gets me really pumped about the girls in general because it's you got you got want to be and you have songs that are like about girl power and full yep. on empowerment. This one has that like that exactly that that mm-hmm. sultry vibe. Yep. but it's like. In a '90s world, like, yes. this is what we're here yes. to do. This is this is the modern woman. Boom, and it's it's so cool because they they do shout outs in the entire song. And we'll, oh, it's amazing the amount of name drops they do in this song. I mean, right off the bat, Elvis was a cooler shaker. Marley, Ziggy, Melody Makers, right, and they just go through the Bond Babe. It's cool because they're not just doing shout outs to women; they're doing just innovators of yeah. their scene. Yeah, exactly. Because they could have they could have just done strong women throughout history sure but, but anyway, it's, it's innovators it's yeah. like i said it's elvis marley ziggy but they also call out like said a bond babe who's a symbol of i mean i guess you could say it's oh it's a sexual empowerment yes exactly yes so. exactly yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they didn't really mess around when it came to the the nicknames of the bond girls well, back certainly when, not back was, then uh, no pussy galore i think yeah. is one of the names yes, and correct. what have you so but they, they do a shout out to, to dr no yes but they, she, I don't remember what the next line is off the top of my head. Charlie's Angels, girls on top, right. handbags, heels, their pistols rock. Right. Like it's it's a it's a back and forth of that full empowerment and yep. and I thought it was cool. Somebody somebody clearly threw out the special. And I, I I don't know if it's a, possibly was posh because in the uh, is it this not to say it'll be their video, but what's the one where she is the Bond villain in the missile silo? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I don't know if she's the one that wrote the lines and also said I am the Bond villain here. 
but she's she's the one that busts out the line too talking about that, Dr. she no. does you're right she's the one who does this she's a bomb babe kicks some ass she's got she's got a lot she, i think she's very excited to record this song you could hear it in the way that she's she has a little bit more yep panache to her yeah boom she's not going for that quiet sultry i am posh come at yep. me she's i'm posh and i'm coming I, at you all five of them are very strong and powerful in this song yes it's, very baby so. baby's not like her sweet baby tone mm-hmm. i mean we've talked um, several times about how scary can do the whole range but yes. she's powerful scary in this one like you're right. victoria is not so victoria's not the slow sultry sound she's power power Come posh. Me, bro and even i mean i think jerry has that most vixen-esque look to her we talked yes. about that in the past yes. and she's adopted the Marilyn monroe in videos and um, is it too much that they, they yes it was that's too much, it was. It was was too much. yes yes, yes. I know in the back of my brain i was trying to roll through i was like i, I remember yep. the video very well i can't remember she, what song was but she was the one that had that marilyn monroe ask now i think i don't think it was a callback to marilyn in that situation there's somebody else that she it was, was uh rita haywood thank you yes but she has that sultry vibe and this one 100 right out of the gate was jerry and oh it, yeah it, it yeah. makes sense and absolutely like we talked about or she could be the one that has an entire album that has just her singing like that but i think in all honesty I would just love a whole album of the girls with this kind of music. Oh, for sure. Through it because at first when Jerry kicks in, I'm like, yep, no, but it's, it's a Jerry song. And then Posh kicks in. You're like, yeah. Ah, oh, crap. And I, I wrote a note. I'm just saying I would love an album where they duet songs like that. And then it keeps going. I'm like, dang it. Because yeah. Sporty comes in. And yep. that's where we, we when we re-listened to it, when I was listening to it and I didn't look at who sang what lyrics, I thought it was Sporty harmonizing with Sporty because right. she, she has a very distinctive voice. But it just felt like there was a certain layer of, yep. I don't want to say like velvetiness to it, but there was something that accompanied it. Per- and it was Baby. Yeah. Right on there. And it's just, there are moments where the girls harmonize together. You're like, dang, why don't the two of them harmonize as much as they... And they don't very often, actually. Right. It's, it's all, you get a, especially in the first album, you get a lot of Baby and Posh together. Mm-hmm. But Posh harmonizes pretty much well with everyone. Yeah. And honestly, I think you could pick any two of the five, put them together, and they sound great. Complaints minimal. And then you put all five together, they always sound great. Well, that's where it's cool is because it is one of those, each girl has their own moment singing verse versus whether they are duetting or singing solo, and then they do kick in together in the chorus. And yeah. I don't know if there's many songs that you get a chorus where it's not all the girls singing. Uh, I mean, I think there have been a there couple actually exceptions. are. I, I was kind of surprised watching like line distribution videos the whole time. Sure. There are times where you get only three or four girls, which is weird. You, you think it would be all five every time. But yeah, I think live performances, they kind of just, yeah, I think live performances, they pretty much always no do. Yes. What. Yes. Yeah. And I, I always really enjoy live performances, but maybe it's because of that. That's a good possibility. You get all five girls more involved. Right. In live performance. And this one kicks it like, and it's, it's not just the buildup of the verse, but the when the chorus kick that pre-chorus, it builds up even more. So as opposed to being a verse, and then the chorus kicks in, it's the verse, and then it's well, that's in the and it, yeah. it's the slow oh, absolutely. build up. Well, yeah, so so they're shouting people out that have made changes in various industries, mm-hmm. whether it's music, acting, fashion, because they they call out Twiggy. 60s, Twiggy set the pace way back then. She had the face. That was actually Twiggy's nickname. Yeah. In the 60s, she was the face. And Scary calls out Baby Love, Soul Glam Queen, Sing the Blues, I Love Supreme, because Baby Love is a song by the Supremes. Mm-hmm. So that, and they call out Elvis, they call out music, of course, because they're musicians themselves. But even but actors, mean, actresses, politicians. Jackie O, I was going to say. Exactly, yes. But Jackie was also a very fashion icon. Very much so. But then, like you said, the pre-chorus there, that's all in the past. Legends built to last. So they're calling out legends that have come before them. Mm-hmm. But she's got something new. She's a power girl in a 90s world, mm. which at the time, obviously, you know, makes it a modern thing. It does make it a little funny these days that, you know, 
25, 30 years I mean, ago. Kind of, yeah, I mean, it sinks because you can't really... See, but it, it, honestly, in my head, and I think it's just you know me setting my age, but hearing somebody say that, you know... In a ninety, in my head, it's still an empowering yeah. statement. Oh no, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. It's the only the problem when you put any date in any song is it mm-hmm. instantly becomes dated. Right. Within a year, it's literally dated. Like you think back, the other example like, on top of my head is the Black Eyed Peas. I'm so 2008. You're so 2000 and late. Mm-hmm. So instantly, the next year, that song was already well. <laughs> that's already out of the past. But mm. so that's kind of the risk when you put a, a time frame in a song like that. Sure. But obviously, in 1997, they are saying these are the people who came before us. We yep. are the 90s. This is the late 90s. We are not the women of yore. You know, this is we are a powerful group. Generation next. <laughs> we are generation next. Exactly. But in all honesty, I feel like this one is way more empowering than Move Over. Oh, it's a very empowering song. As much Absolutely. as Move Over is that whole like kick the door down and we yep. are Pepsi and what have you. Yes. yes. This one, it, it's 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 tongue in cheek. It's it's you know it is a callback to the you know whether it's the legends or the big band vibe. But also, it's it's a Spice Girl song through and yeah, through. Very because much. Because when it hits the chorus, it's they're they're all singing, but it still has that big bandy vibe. But it's all well, this one, yeah, I think it is all five girls singing it. At yeah. least, obviously, in the live performances, and it's just across the board empowering. So, rock out! I love it. I love Me it. too. And the song itself, aha! Because I always got to do that, as opposed to it being ironic, where it's a song that's oh, yeah, in yeah. the tone of yeah. melancholy or anything like that. It's in B major, which is basically. Known for cheerful, love, clear conscience, hope, and aspiration for a better world. Poof. That's perfect. Poof. That's and it perfect. Is. <laughs> Spot on. So Absolutely perfect. I'm very glad about that because I didn't want it to be like mourning the loss of a pet. And like, yeah. God dang it, yeah. they did it again. Yep. Uh, just a few more names to shout out. Jackie O, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Jackie O, we loved her so. So did Mr. President, as far as we know. Oh. A little cheeky reference like said, right there full yeah cheek in exactly but then to immediately go from jackie o so the mr president as far as we know to norma jean had a seven-year itch some like it hot mm-hmm. to a fever pitch oh boy oh the references are flying there aren't yep. they and i have to say shout out to your lovely wife gary i was gonna i literally have having, it written down here for having us watch some like it hot recently it was very enjoyable i'd you never seen it before initiated to the norma jean world i had never seen i mean I, it's true i'd never seen any marilyn Monroe really movies before no yeah i really I mean, enjoyed it I can't name 10 of them off the top of my head. No, but. <laughs> no. And then just the last one, other than calling themselves Sandy, Danny, Summer Love, Pink Ladies, T-Birds, The Moon Above, calling oh, them Grease, Grease obviously, yeah. Yeah. Which we've talked about before on this show. Yep. You and Carrie dressing up as greasers and you didn't know what it meant. Lord, man. No, I'd rather, I'd, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'd rather hang out in big band 40s than yeah. dress up looking, trying to look like John Travolta. Guess who couldn't do it? This guy. <laughs> yet somehow I won her heart in the poodle skirt. Well, you know. Look at that. There must have been something else you brought to the table. No. It's <laughs> just a bad sense of style. And oh, no. Yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at on that part. Um, the live performances yeah. were pretty cool to watch, especially because the first one that we watched, or at least that we, I started to watch when we left last session, was the one that we just watched, which was the MSG one. Yes, 2008 Madison Square Garden. As that big bandy sultry yes dressed up in fedoras all five girls are there suits yeah whether it's it's more feminine suits or i was surprised of all to see posh but granted it's 2008 so it's it's not early posh but to have the the full pantsuit so as usually the one wearing the the skirt in some fashion or she's wearing you know the full leather outfit but this is where she's choosing to wear just a straight 
pantsuit outfit and she owns it. Yeah. yeah like she has that just Oh yeah, they all in. so all of the Spice boys were dressed up, you know, of course. tuxedo-ish and then the girls had their own variation on some sort of tuxedo thing. Right. I think Sporty's also rocking pants, of course. Yes, but she has like a sleeveless yep. tuxedo vest. Yeah. And Ginger's wearing like a tuxedo top with a skirt on the bottom and then the fedora hat that she puts on top. But watching that video, I think that one like truly encompasses that vibe. Of yes, it to begin with. Yes, and they do the they do the Broadway style lights, like yeah, outlining, bordering yeah. it, so it gives you that vibe. I think it's in the other one that they like they do a swap out in the last like ten seconds. They make it like black and white to kind of yeah, the... yeah. So I watched four different versions of live before sure. this. Two were from the initial world tour. Yeah, one before Jerry left, one after Jerry left. The first one with Jerry, they're all sitting down on some steps. And but Jerry actually gets carried down by the Spice Boys while she's singing the Jackie O part. Yeah. And then the Wembley version without Jerry, I enjoyed less. Sure. Uh, but they all they were wearing bright colored outfits. Victoria actually got Jerry's opening lines, and she actually got Victoria's part throughout the whole song. Oh, really? Yeah. So the beginning is interesting because in the actual song it goes Jerry Victoria. Yep. So Victoria just sings Jerry's part and her own part back to back. So that's just Vic, Vicky Strong then. Vicky opened no it up. Kidding. To, no kidding. She did. She does the whole thing. Everything that Ginger sings in that huh. song is Victoria without her there. They do do some. I call it vintage dance moves, where they're just kind of side to the side and bopping it, back and forth. I noticed that in the the MSG one also, and I think it's it's really cool because it, it's simple dance moves on it because it's showcasing. It, I mean, all the songs showcase their lyrics, but or their their voices. But I think this one it is very strongly vocally driven. Doesn't need excessive dance moves yeah, i agree having the i agree it doesn't need a ton of choreography and, yeah yeah and what oh i love the canes and oh that's my gosh I, just... in my notes I, I wrote uh they have oh dang they have canes that's right and there's a moment in one of them that they they throw the canes and all yeah, synchronized and all do. the spice boys yes. are like got it someone yep. could have flubbed it i would have flubbed it guaranteed yep I, I enjoy the Madison Square Garden version the most of the four I watched. Sure. The one back in Wembley without Jerry, when they get to the part where they're all saying their own names, all four of them say Ginger. Oh, Yeah, I like cool. that. It's cute. Uh, but it's kind of tough to do that song without Ginger. I I think it is. I don't know if I, want, I would want to watch the one that's just Vicky. No offense to Vicky. No, not, not at all. It's, not, it's, not at all. It's just it I, feels like it is all the girls. Yes, and I will time. say I watched the 2019 Wembley version mm-hmm. where jerry's there but there's no posh yep. and i also didn't really enjoy that one sure this is a really good five girl very much so part although it's interesting in that song baby got posh's part really yep i've obviously ginger got her own part back right but that was, was 2019 you said right? 2019 yes huh. correct so the most recent tour they did i mean maybe it was a much more understated performance than the oh eight oh, msg really? show there wasn't like the big band feel so much it was just they're kind of just standing at the microphones mm-hmm do, they do some light dancing, kind of swaying back and forth. But when they get to Posh, all four girls sing Posh sure. and point out to the crowd. Yeah. And when Baby's doing her own part, she pulls her own hair up into like the little po- <laughs> her, her like side ponytail shows. It's cool though. And then at the very end, they're you know as the the music's fading out or whatever, they're on one of those like stage elevator things. So just like going down, back on you know like on disappearing sure. underneath the stage when you watch it from the crowd that's kind of fun that's cool i do like that kind of i thing. got concerned when i was watching i don't know if it was from like i think it was from their initial first part of the uh the world tour because they're all wearing very very bright shiny dresses yes and there's one point in time because of course they're all rocking you know i almost got her freaking platform shoes that are going six inches tall and there's a point where they're they're starting to stand next to each other and they're kicking their feet a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no effing way the girls are going to start chorus line kicking. Oh, wow. And they got yeah. close to yeah. it, to where they're, like, they're putting their knees up, yep. kind of teasing. Uh, I swear, if, they, if someone puts their leg all the way out there and kicks, I'm just... 
I'm falling over well, for them. I'll tell you, in the Wembley version without Jerry, they do these enormous leg sweeps, like huge kicking up sweeping legs, all four of them. I was like, wow, baby can kick really high. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I mean, I wasn't surprised by Sporty, of course. We've seen Sporty sure. kick a thousand times. I was about to say, I've seen but, I mean, like forward handsprings. I th- I'm pretty sure baby's foot was above her head sweeping back Dang, and forth. Emma. Yeah, they were limber girls. So, lyrics-wise, I was getting a little... Yes frustrated because i mean this one doesn't have a lot of uh you know lyrics or composition when it comes to uh, just just meanings online right and not right. too much when it comes to you know how how the song is contrived to do a little bit of digging to find the whole flat major thing but i got a little frustrated i was reading some song meanings because people were saying you know they were just basically doing like lyric explanations for each one and a lot of people were saying at the end of the song where the spice goes ready to go ladies and gents please take your seats and we hope that you enjoyed the the show oh I, no I, so i called bluff on that yeah i saw like three me people too. Me too. saying enjoyed the show enjoyed the show and i think that's what makes this song interesting uh-huh is that it's the last song on the uh-huh. album and uh-huh. i pulled out i got the vinyl that you got me and just yeah. to double check the lyrics yeah. to make sure because there were some lyrics online that say enjoyed the show i'm like no 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 no, no it's enjoy it's enjoy the show and i yeah. think that's a really odd ironic little twist it is to yes finish the second album and i didn't know if it was like a i didn't i don't know if it's similar to how your the the record vinyl starting and right. ending the spice album i don't think it ends on the same note but the i don't know if that like note fades and then it comes back in and spice up your life i don't know oh, maybe i didn't maybe. try it but i don't think it has that same i hadn't thought continuity of that no. vibe because i've had the same thought it's an interesting choice it sounds like the song you would use to either start a concert very much because so. you're literally saying you know welcome aboard ladies and gents can you please take your seats and we hope that you enjoy the show yes but it's a closer it's like so it's a closer on the album and then that one i watched in 2009 wembley where they go on below the stage it felt like an end of the concert song is it, whether it's a pre-encore or not i'm not sure but is it is it like a, a tongue-in-cheek thing where they're, they're being playful is it a just wait we're just getting started kind of vibe like, so that's what i got out of it and it makes it a little bittersweet to me doesn't it that they call out all five names and we're the spice girls ready to go ready to go and then this is the last song with Ugh. all five girls for at least a decade dang it jerry i know and well, we will have to actually like get into the Jerry leaving situation more as we get into the next album. But you had to steal the show. I still love. <laughs> I still love this song, but it because it, it's a great. This is who we are. Yeah, song and a great way for them to go out as a as a five girl group. But it is bittersweet because it's like we're the Spice Girls. Here we are. We're just getting started. Mm-hmm. We are these five girls, well, and then it's the end. And what's cool about it too is you know we, we talked about the instruments behind it and how the song is you know built with that big band but it doesn't have any of those r&b ish you know synths it doesn't sure have to. it's it is very much an organic instrument song yeah and that's where yep. i think it, it's just i would love to hear a full album of this kind of music me too from the girls because it's just all of them kill it and it's it's a it's an untapped uh reservoir of of just just what you could get from them and i, I hope going through the, the other albums, I can't wait personally. Like I've, I've been restricting myself. Yep. And we both oh, me have. Too. Me I too. I, I haven't listened to anything over the past twenty episodes, twenty one, twenty two episodes that we've been discussing so many things. So it's, I'm, I'm, I don't know which way we go next. I don't know if we kind of get like if it's like open world RPG mode where we can just. I don't know. Now that we've unlocked, the- we we are going to have to have a conversation <laughs> after we, after we do some B sides and uh-huh. we do the Forever album. 
where do we go from there? Like, do are we, we are we allowed to now? Like I do, don't know. Like right? <laughs> I feel like we and have a little do, bit. Do leeway. we do do we do an entire album by a girl at a time? Do we hop skip? And, I don't know. Open to interpretation. I if think. If anyone right out now. there has any ideas on how they right. want us to handle it, let I us know. I feel like technically we've unlocked the open world sure. concept now. Sure, I'm okay with that in some sense because when we discuss these songs, we're discussing these songs after years of knowing it. Yes, and enjoying it, appreciating Correct. it. And this is giving us a chance to really get into it and find those small things that made us go, oh, yeah, yeah. in the songs. And now we're going to be going into full new territory with Oh, music. yeah. I, I will I will not be telling on myself, I don't think, if I say I've listened to the Forever album like start to finish once. Sure. I am very... I know a couple of the songs. Of course, I know the singles a sure. little better, but very unfamiliar with that album. Sure. And it, it, it it's... With music, it's a little tricky with... I mean, at least these are artists that we know. Yeah. So we're going to be exploring the voices that we know, but it's not melodies that we recognize. It's not things that are going to hit us in any sort of nostalgic way. Yep. And it's... You know, experiencing new music is always tricky because it doesn't catch you right away. Maybe it doesn't stick with you, but sometimes it's worth trying again and again. And then... Yeah. Who knows... It's, do we know? I think we've discussed it before, but each girl has done their own solo in some Correct. fashion. Yes, everyone had at least one solo album. Super cool. Which I'm really happy about. Super. I'm really cool, glad dude. Posh did a whole solo album by herself as yes. well. Yes. Because she was the one I wasn't sure if she would have done it or not. Sure. She, she ever heard a single Vicky song. Not a single Vicky solo Me song either. I'm really, really interested though. Uh huh. I'm really intrigued. I'm really looking forward to getting into all the girls. Well, solo you're meeting work. you're meeting Miss Sporty soon, so you got to be prepped on a, at least one song. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to mention at the end, but we're recording this the week before I meet Sporty, Whew. but this episode comes out after I meet Sporty, mm-hmm. so we can't talk about it today because it hasn't happened yet. Ah. So tune into a future episode, and I'll tell you how it went. That'll be a full episode, folks. It might. And you we'll step see how by goes. step, and what he had for lunch. We'll see how it goes. One, one last note about the lyrics. Sure. What's the last thing they say on this song? Thank you very much. What's the last thing I say in every episode of our podcast? Well, aren't you funny? Really? And that is a very deliberate choice I made. You waited 20 songs and a B-side even. I waited 23 episodes to tell you that, yes. <laughs> Since episode one, I very deliberately, the last thing I say is thank you very much because the last thing they say on the last song of Spice World for the last time they were a five-girl group. Huh. You know that I didn't create the the opening lines for our podcast. Oh no! I did happen to steal them from. Oh yeah, no! It's a, yeah, that's it's a little hidden gem from from a little song called "Spice <laughs> Up Your Life." So yeah. no, I, I very deliberately I, <laughs> I I don't say anything after thank you unless maybe like the tag after the. I end, thought you were always music, just being but... very <laughs> just appreciative. I, I mean, I I'm am. not saying you are. I am. No, I am. But, but no, was, I thought was... you were just being genuine, Brent, of just. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. That that is also true as well. But no, it's very deliberate. <laughs> I'm gonna say thank you very much. I, in the, my notes from the very beginning, I mm-hmm. said say thank you very much at the oh end of every episode because the end of the last song. Tongue and cheek, Brent. Uh, Can't with him. Yes, you, I can. Yes. We're not done yet. No, I'm, we, so we are, I'm so excited because we're not it's done just, yet. It's I, yes, I, I am. I am very excited. I'm a little nervous. Sure. Because we're getting out of the songs, like you said, the songs that we've known for so long. Mm-hmm. We're getting out of our comfort zone now. Uh huh. We're going to be getting into forever. We're going to be getting into solo stuff that I've never heard. Feeling froggy, baby. Let's jump, dude. <laughs> we'll bring the frog back. Well, maybe they have. We don't know. Ma- maybe they have. We oh, don't know. Gosh. And like, I want. I, my goal is to find and appreciate all the stuff coming up. I, I'm I'm kind of also excited to be like, oh, that's kind of cringy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know what to get. And we're gonna give you our honest opinions. Yes, like, one thousand. Except we, I've listened to Forever once. Yep. 
it clearly didn't stick enough with me to make it do it again. But I say, saying that, I am looking forward to listen to it again, though. Sure. Because even through this process, some of the the full Spice Girls songs that I didn't like as much, mm-hmm. once I started listening to them on repeat, well, I would find at least a nugget. And once you find a little nugget you like, you start looking forward to that part. Yep. And then you start looking forward to listening to the song again. And then it grows. So, exactly. So, Who once, knows? A, once a week, I'll be listening to one of these songs over and over again. I'll be like, you know what? I do like it. Oh, man. We, like... Like, do we? Do I have to change my intro when it comes to the episodes? Not, I'm not saying that we're done talking about this song at all, because we're not. But now when I start opening segments or the, the pod, do I say, that's all in the past? That's all <laughs> in the <laughs> past. Now Legends <laughs> built to... Let's see, now we're saying that about the Spice Girls themselves. But we can't do that yet. No, we can't. We have some questions to figure out. Dang it. We do. Do you have anything else that you'd like to cover on the song? I we... actually feel like we've covered it pretty well. Yes. I really really enjoy this song i agree i am surprised it does not seem to have as much love on the greater mm-hmm. fandom the greater internet fandom. i'm calling bs on that i'm saying maybe I can't like believe it's not the top 18 is it the kind of thing that they accidentally deleted the song off spotify and then re-uploaded it so it's i don't lost know all of its stats or something Gosh. that has to be the case i mean for the most part the top songs are the top songs and i okay whether it's sure. my personal top song or not i i can see why or not but mm-hmm. i love this song it well, just doesn't seem to be as popular uh, it's kind of a, a dark horse of uh, it's it, like it's similar to who do you think you are from the last album it's just out yeah. of nowhere and then you're like yeah. dang yeah this rocks like that, i can that's, already that's guarantee a great you this one's getting a medal for me in oh, some fashion for sure in fun, yeah. some fashion if only if possibly or, being like two cards sitting in front of me and i have to pick one up upside down uh-huh. and be like, oh it's it's, it's gonna be real close to the top so. for me as well and i i knew that going into this album right and i know so i was like boy it's gonna be tough i love ladies of vamp and it's staying there. Yeah. And we'll we'll, we'll get into it next week. So that's like a rankings episode. But you're right. It comes, but just like I said, like like Love Thing was my huge surprise from last album. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was not a big fan of Love Thing. I ended up putting a number two. Yeah. Like I enjoy Love Thing so much now. See, I'll do so that to you, man. We will see what happens going Who forward. Who knows? That's gonna be. Ugh. But Mike, we got time. We got time, right? Yes. Yes. I, of course we do. That's what they call we have all the time in the world. <laughs> what is your favorite part <laughs> of the Lady Is a Vamp? Oh my gosh. Um, it. It was going to be the grand finale of it, but it's not. It's it's the final build up to that last chorus. It's the because it, you've got the sultry singing, and then you've got the chorus that pops. But it's the that's all in the like it's yeah. it's a stop. It's a pause, and it's a build up to the chorus of them singing about who they are. Yep. yep. And it just it gives me that chill of just a just that vibe that oh this is now that this is the part where they say. Here's the history of what existed in music and yep. here's what caused style and girl power and what have you. And then it's like, but guess what? Look at us. And then mm-hmm. they go into that. So it's just, ah, oh, it gets me every time, man. That's slow down. But that's my personal favorite part. Brent. Yes, sir. Do you have a favorite part of the song? I, I do. Okay. And I'll tell you what's going to go very well with yours because yours was like the lead up to the last chorus. Mine is literally everything after the last chorus. Mm-hmm. The last 45 seconds or so where they're scary, mm-hmm. baby, ginger, posh, sporty. Yes, now that's your lot. And the whole thing after that, you know, where the spice is ready to go. Ladies and gents, can yeah. please take your seat. I adore that part of the song. I think that chunk is my favorite part of 
any Spice Girls song. Yeah, I don't but blame you. And I said back in Too Much, you know, Sporties, you know, I want a man, not a boy uh-huh. who thinks he can, is one of my favorite spots. Uh-huh. And it was one of because uh-huh. I knew this part existed. I love that last 45 seconds. The the falling show. Mm-hmm. And the thank you very much. Bow now. Yeah. Boom. And it's also, the as far as I remember, the only song where they actually call out their names. In Wannabe, they say, you know, G like MC or sure. Easy B doesn't come for free. They're actually saying, we are scary, baby, ginger, posh, right. and sporty. We are the Spice Girls. Here we are, we're ready to go. Love it. I love that Can't part of the song. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Love it, love it, love it. All right, Mike. Yep. What is your spice level so, for the ladies' vamp? All over the place. Have 15 different choices that I could do. I think in the end, because of how it does end, I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10 in difficulty level of trying to rank this entire album. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it leaves me because it hits that. And it hits. And, and now, after listening to it, I sit there and think, how the heck am I going to do this? Uh-huh. Because I felt like at certain times we, we talked about songs like, oh, this one might not be as high. And now we sit there and look at it, the full list ahead of us. Good luck. Good I, luck. I had such so. a hard time ranking Spice. Yeah. Like, I was like, all right, well, what's my top five? I was like, oh, I have seven in my top five. <laughs> That's not how math works. That's not how math works. And I knew going into Spice World, I love Spice World even more than Spice. It's going to be terrible. Uh-huh. It's going to be terrible. So that's. I feel like that's a cop out. Maybe it's one magically appearing hat that shows up okay. in the MSG I love that. I love that. concert yes. at the end there. Where did she yeah, go? where did that cat come where, from? Where did she catch it? Huh? Did she catch it from I someone? I think she catches it, but like she what pauses. A catch. Did we talk about this yet? Or no? Okay, we talked about it pre-pod. But in the MSG concert, Jerry's standing there at the end, and she puts her arm out, hand out before she says the thank you very much, and just a fedora pops up in her hand and she yeah. pops it on. I think it's one of the Spice Boys that throws it. I in think the air, so too. And it's a. a I wish I could have seen a, a wide shot of that because man, she catches that. So great. okay. Yeah, make fun of Estelle because she can't dance. Okay, but she can skate and she can catch she fedoras out of nowhere. Can. So she can do she a lot more. Absolutely can. Than- I actually have one more note about Jerry that you reminded me. Sure. The um, so did Mr. President. As far as we know, mm-hmm. in the album version, she clearly, obviously, is imitating Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do that in any of the live performances. Really? She doesn't do her Marilyn voice. Yeah. Huh. She does it in like a, almost like a not well, obviously a sing song voice, but just sure. kind of like a. So did Mr. President, as far as we know. Uh-huh. Not in the Norma Jean voice, though, huh. which is interesting. I don't know why. I don't know why that was a deliberate choice, or she just changed her mind. Whatever. Maybe she but. changed her mind a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she like maybe there was a haunting from Norma Jean. Like, don't <laughs> Could be. Dare. Could be. <laughs> Either way. I don't know why Marilyn Monroe sounds so gruff and intense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like she'd be that that vicious as a ghost. I also had a tough time coming up with a spice level for this song. Sure. Yeah, where so are we going? I tried to count up. I give this song a spice level of 16 name drops in the lyrics, Ooh. including themselves. Okay. So I you think I think the they five named, at the end. Yeah, I include the five at the end. I believe there's 11 other than them. I could see plus that. Plus the five of them. All right. That's a good call, man. This is this It's is time a great time song. to walk. Okay, we're I should buy coconut oh like Monty Python exactly we're clopping over to the spice rack we're opening the door oh my you're reaching in I'm reaching in okay I I can go first I don't mind going first I'll reach in it's okay or unless you want a one two three reach in we both put our hands at the same time trying to grab the we might we might pull on the same one you want to do one two three okay Uh, we've never done a one two three we could do one two three three. you ready one two two, 
Three, Ginger. Yeah, no question. Absolutely. <laughs> it's totally Ginger's song. Man. Absolutely. She opens the song. She ends the song. Uh-huh, it sure. is it is 1,000% a Ginger song, yeah. which is why I was so bummed the, the live performance without her. It just doesn't work as well. Very close with it, Vicky, though. Sure. Very close because she's the one that kicks in with the, the Bond lyric there, yeah. and she she does get to drop the A-bomb. She says, yeah. kick some ass, but I she know. says it with that, that confidence and swag and not the... I'm Posh Spice. Yeah. And then when they do the final uh, shout-outs of their own name, it's, you know, Scary Baby Ginger. And she goes, Posh! Posh. <laughs> like, yeah. just, like, come at me. I am so, Posh Spice. There is a now quality and follow-up of second place. But this is a Ginger song. 100%. 1,000%. I would be interested to know how instrumental she was in the writing of the lyrics of the song. Because sure. it feels like most of my favorite songs in this album were predominantly written by her. Which is interesting. Written by Spice Girls. They all say that, yeah. And Wilson, yeah. yeah. Interesting final you, bit. You, that you they, hear, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, well, it's just I'm looking at the the vinyl on it, and it it says like everyone's name that was incorporated in doing things, and everyone's got funny nicknames when it comes to oh, yeah? like like middle name nicknames. Ladies of Vamp. It was assisted by Paul Walton, quote unquote P Dub. <laughs> so good job, Paul. Good old P Dub. Oh, no, oh, his name is. Never mind. His name is Paul Walton. Oh, PW. <laughs> Dang it, that was easily. Good old, good old PW. Oh man, our boy PW. Yeah, but you hear like anecdotally a lot of these songs. Oh yeah, Ginger had a big part in writing this one or whatever. Right. I, I this one feels like one of the ones she, especially because I know she's an Elvis fan. Yep. And the first line is about Elvis. Yep. And she ends it with the thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You know, and like Norma Elvis, Jean call out. Norma Jean call out. This song just feels Ginger all over. Mm. Mm. Look at that. Recorded at Abbey Road. Oh, they Whitfield record this Street. at Abbey Road? Mm-hmm. And That's Whitfield so Street cool. And Lansdowne and Manor Mobile. Manor Mobile is probably during the... that While they're doing the movie. <laughs> yep. All right, Merchant Woo! Spice of the Week. Yes. I have something physically with me this week. Oh, my God. It better not be gum. I No. <laughs> Although, you just reminded me we have to do that. I forgot. I have the gum. We have to do that. Oh. Uh, I got this on eBay, though, eBay okay. though, of course. Yes. Our Merchant Spice of the Week this week is... Yes. My new... Spice Girls Lunchbox. <laughs> it's so fuchsia. <laughs> it is very bright pink. It has an attached but removable thermos, although they call it a flask. Okay. I don't bring my, my lunch to work often because okay. I, go, I go home for, yeah. for lunch every day. But when I do, I'm going to be able to bring some nice little lunch together uh-huh. in this thing. And I had to get this baby from the UK. Okay. I, oh, no. Every listing I saw on eBay was only from the UK. So I think it must have been a UK exclusive. Does it smell thing. like the UK? It was wrapped in plastic until about five minutes before I came See? over here. So. Oh, it would have been cool if it was wrapped in newspapers. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. I actually haven't even... You know what? I'm going to take the thermos off for the first time. Oh, my goodness. And, whoa! Okay. It's the tiniest, cutest little lunchbox It's so cute. How do you open the thermos? Welcome to a fine audio medium. That's right. Listening to me trying to mm. open a plastic thermos. Got the, oh, is, it a, is it an actual thermos or is it... It's got to open somehow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the lid comes off. <laughs> We this, don't quite know how long it was sitting on the shelf in the UK. Well, it's copyright 1997, so la, 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 I may have to play la, with this la, off la, the air. La, la. Anyway, <laughs> that's our Merchant Spice Love of the Week. Love it. That's really rad. I like Very that. tiny little. I like that cute little thing. A, absolutely a an elementary school absolutely oh, yeah, so, yeah. i mean you do tend to get the happy meal every now and then i but do I, I like a light lunch yeah i usually eat a light lunch and then a bigger dinner so there you go perfect for a lunch right love there. that 
Okay. Goodness. Quote of the week. Yep. Give me a book. Give me a page. Mm, you said it was how... We got to go second book. I'm, I'm a fan second of the second book. book. Second book. I like it. Um, we're going to go later, so we're going to okay. start at the one. Goes to 142. 142. How many... How? What did you rank this episode? It was 16. 16. So 116 is 116. where we go. It's a fine day. 116 is a picture of the five girls. Dang, nabbit! I'll just go to the page right next to it. That's right. That's fine. That's the easiest thing. Uh, there's not a lot of words in here either. So... Quote from Mel C. Got it. My mom has always supported me in what I want to do. She's in a band. I didn't know that. Oh. So she knew what could happen if everything took off. I don't think it's had much effect on my family, really. We still sit around the telly and watch the football when I go home. Okay. I wonder who her team is. You got to find out. Well, in this picture, she's wearing an England jersey, so she's representing the whole country. Okay. But I'm honestly not sure who her. Who Would her there be bad blood? To. Oh, no, if it's she, okay. She can no. root for whoever she likes. Okay. She can support whoever she likes. So she's Manchester United, and you're like... That's fine. Okay. That's fine. You say that a little begrudgingly well, there. I, I spent a year in Newcastle, so I, I am a Newcastle United fan, but Newcastle's not very good, so I have to just kind of accept that. Okay. Which is fine. Oh, uh, I love it. <laughs> okay, okay, folks. Yes. Check out Nick Lagunella's books on Amazon. He writes them. Listen to two, he writes a lot of them. Listen <laughs> to Two Bandits Watching Bluey with Mike and Greg. We do that. Check out Mike's music album on SoundCloud. You can reach us at the Spice level on basically everything. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, please. Yes. That would be awesome. We have reached the end of the Ladies of Amp and the end of the Spice World album. Oh, man. But we're not done yet. We're lost. Oh, we're not lost. Whew. No, we're not lost. Next week, possibly our most difficult episode yet. Oh, it'll be easy. We have to do the almost impossible task of ranking the entire Spice World album. Just buying a dartboard. And just oh, it's going to be terrible, dude. dude. Spin, spin a wheel. <laughs> Uh, we will rank the songs 1 to 10. We will pick our favorite music video. Oh, man. And our favorite spice of the album. I'm curious of where, where you're leaning now after we've completed this entire album there, sir. We will find out next week. Okay. But until then. Oh, man. I am Brent Kelly. I am Mike Martin, folks. We love and appreciate you all. And thank you very much. Hey, spice up your life. Ha, ha, ha.